ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Money for nothing Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I certainly appreciate you sticking with us through the break. In this segment, the ins and outs of mold in the home. I've never had a mold problem in my home, but I have met many, many, many homeowners who have. And I'm telling you, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Remember, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments, you can push back, share ideas, request for your neighborhood to be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight coming up in the fourth segment of this show, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We're available on every major podcasting network. I want to recognize our expert advisor, Brett Gordon, who's the CEO of World Class Home Inspections and Mold Re- Remediation. Brett, it is good to visit with you again, sir. I appreciate you having me back again. And it's been a little while, and every time you're on the show, we get phone calls from people who need your help. Would you mind if we started with a question that I get asked like fairly often when I'm dealing with someone who has experienced a mold problem? And that is when you have somebody come in and remediate the mold problem, wherever the source of moisture is is taken care of, you know, you've done some air quality tests. Everything appears to be in good shape. And, and if you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. We'll get Brett to explain it. What else needs to be thrown out? Like, what can't you keep? What do you have to get out of there so you don't have a mold problem again? Typically, it's any kind of porous materials, like usually carpet, cardboard, uh, upholstery, anything like stuffed animals. Uh, paper, like uh, books, uh, photo albums a lot of times. I know a lot of people like keeping their, their personal stuff. But um, food-based products, uh, stuff like that is, is what you'll need to actually throw away. Man, and there is a bunch of stuff in a home that is porous. I would assume clothing does not fit that category because you can wash that and get that all Correct. taken care of. Okay, wow. But, man, what it, what exposure you have you know, if you have to get rid of all of your draperies and you get rid of all of your books, and I can't even imagine having to get rid of the photo albums of the kids from when they were young, but it all makes sense. Have you ever seen a situation where they had mold remediation done, they didn't get rid of the porous material, and a year or so later they've got the same mold problem back because the mold spores are already in the stuff that's in the house? Correct. You have yeah, seen, yeah. You, if you don't do it right, yeah, it can end up coming back even a couple of months because all you need is high humidity even for mold to start back again. And it, usually if it's 55% or higher, mold can occur. Well, and let me tell you something, uh, Brett. I, I've, I've been seeing a lady who lives in Dallas, Texas, and so we quite often compare the humidity, and I don't think I've seen a day in Georgia that was less than 60% in a long time. In fact, I would say <laughs> it's generally between 67 and 72%. It's like 37% there. Um, so, so interesting that mold spores could hang on in that book in the house, and then you get a day of high humidity, and bingo, off to the races. And I would assume they start reproducing, and that's how you get mold spores everywhere. Correct. It's airborne, so it's actually throughout the air, so it, it can actually travel, you know, even moving your books around or moving stuff around. Got it. So when you do mold remediation, what is the most common? Oh, one more question before we move to this next one. Um, if you had books that you really, really, really wanted to keep, is there a way to take those books out and to take them to someone who could get all the moisture out of them and, and kill the mold? Or is it like not even possible? And I might be asking you something that you don't even know about. I mean, that's a pretty specific Most question. Most of the time it's not worth it um, because it costs so much to be able to do that. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, you'd have to wipe down the whole book, and it would take a lot, lot of time and everything. Really? But so there is a way to do it if you wanted to, because I can imagine somebody yeah, having some kind just, of fairly it, family heirloom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Now, next question. If you just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right on right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined on the line by Brett Gordon, who's the CEO of World Class Home Inspections and Mold Remediation. And I have to say, this is not a commercial for you, Brett, but I have to say that when we've referred you to our clients, they have raved about you. I know we had one situation where it was just a little bugger. I, that was the meanest mold uh, spores in the world and we just couldn't get rid of them and you went back two or three times until you got it right so if somebody wanted to reach you brett how would they reach you well you can call us at 678-250-6653 or you can go to our website at uh, wchinspections.com wchinspections.com correct perfect all right love it okay now you have mold in your home you get it remediated can you just move right back in, or do you have to stay out a while? Well, typically what we do is have the people stay out, obviously, when the mold remediation has been being completed. I mean, sometimes they can actually stay in a portion of the house as long as they're not in where we're actually doing you know, the remediation. So in other words, if we're doing it in the crawl space, they may be able to be in a portion of the house for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. But typically, you want to be out of the house um, usually for at least a couple hours to let everything settle. Okay, so it's not like you got to move out for a week. Just be gone while you're most in cleaning things not, up. Okay. Yeah, it depends on the you know the circumstances. Um, most of the time, you don't have to. Yeah, got it, got it. Interesting. I am very, and I'm sure you come across people like this. I'm very sensitive to mold and mildew. So if I go in a home and it has mold and mildew, I can. I know it sounds crazy when I say this, but I can taste it. Like I literally can taste it in the air. That's right. disgusting when you think about it. But like I cannot stay in a home that is moldy. I just, I can't, it, it, my allergies get going crazy, things like that. So I would assume that everybody would need to make the decision on how close they could be to the mold in the first place. And when it's remediated based on, you know, their personal health concerns. And I personally don't think I would want to expose myself to mold ever if I could avoid it. I mean, I know right. we get, we're, when we walk outside, we're exposing ourselves to mold, but, but it's in just norm, normal level. So that's such, such an interesting question. So now big question, because I've heard the saying, and I'm sure you've heard it as well, where there's mold, there's gold. And I think what that refer, that saying refers to is the price of handling mold remediation. Now I have found your prices to make sense and to be reasonable. I'm not uh, endorsing that your prices are better than everybody else. I just was always pleasantly surprised with your prices. And my question for you is, does homeowner's insurance cover mold? It can, but the only thing is, usually that's an extra clause that's actually in your insurance. So you need to actually you know, check with your insurance company, make sure you do have that clause in there, because it does cost a little bit more to have that as you know, insurance. So, um, so in a, a lot of times... So in a standard policy, I'm hearing you say in a standard policy, the answer to that question is no, it does not cover it. And it doesn't cover water damage. So like if your house flooded, it wouldn't cover that either. So you'd have to have additional coverage for the mold, just like you'd have to have additional flood insurance. Correct. Okay. Correct. Any idea? Have you, have you heard what that additional coverage might cost for a typical home? You might not have any idea at all. Uh, honestly, I have no idea. Okay. All right. So you have uh, black mold, you have dangerous mold. Uh, and then you have sort of other kind of molds. What, talk to us about the difference. Well, there's obviously several different kinds of mold, but the black mold is what they call the uh, toxic mold, the, the 
uh, stachybotrys mold. Okay. And then you obviously bless you. got like bless you. bless you, Brett. Bless you. It sounded like you just sneezed. <laughs> What's the name you said again? <laughs> Statubotulus. Statubotulus. Well, that's a mouthful uh, right there. They also have like penicillin um, aspergillus, okay. which is it's, it's a different type of mold. But there's over a thousand different types of mold out there. But those are the most common ones. Wow, wow. And then so black mold. When somebody refers to black mold, they're referring to a mold that is hazard. I, I would assume all mold is somewhat hazardous for your hazardous for your health. But they're referring to something that's seriously hazardous for your health. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Typically, that's due to like some kind of water damage. Yeah. The black mold. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I got black mold in my basement and I, as a homeowner, say, hey, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to go to Home Depot and I'm going to get myself a nice gallon of paint and I'm just going <laughs> to paint right over that black mold. Will that do the trick or am I going to still be in trouble? Well, the thing is, is painting over doesn't really kill it. Uh, if it's drywall, it needs to be actually removed. So, so it's, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, that's interesting. So what it's feeding on is still exposed, so it can get in there, and, and I, I don't know that feed, feeding on is the right thing, but I assume it's feeding on the paper in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, on the sheetrock. Oh, interesting. So if you paint over it, you just kind of seal it up, and it keeps doing its dirty deeds behind the paint. Yeah, you're putting a Band-Aid on a bleeding wound then. Okay, so the answer is no. So my plan for going and buying some kills or something like that, um, I'm not going to do that. If we if we do it, then I'm going to make sure and have a professional come in. So what are some of the health problems that are caused by mold? We've got about two minutes left in the segment, and then I want to hit just a little bit about how you clean up a small area of mold compared to a big one. Okay, well, yeah, um, you'll have watery eyes, runny nose, sneezing, itching, coughing. Uh, wheezing, you can have difficult breathing, um, usually headaches, you can have fatigue. There's there's a lot of different side effects that, you know, that mold can end up having. Interestingly, um, um, unfortunately, I have a client who has a daughter who had some prolonged exposure to mold, I believe in an apartment in New York City, don't quote me on this, and it was so severe, and I'm not saying that, that this is all that caused it, because I think she has Lyme disease as well, but that combination basically pushed her autoimmune system down where it doesn't work. And it's really affected her life for years and years. So if you've got some mold around, let's don't goof around with it. Let's get serious about fixing it. Okay, now i got to found a place in my basement. It has got mold. It is a little corner. Let's say I've already found where the water's coming from, and so I got that solved. So I'm not going to fix the problem until I keep the water out. That's done. And I've got a little spot that's maybe a foot by a foot of mold. Can I clean that up myself, or do I have to hire somebody like you to do that? Typically, as a general rule, anything two by two or, or, or bigger, you want to go ahead and try to get a professional to help you out with Okay, okay, all right. Other than that, yeah, you can get some stuff like at Home Depot Lowe's or something like that to okay. actually clean it up. Well, and I read something on the EPA's website that if it's small enough, they recommend you keep it up with soap and water and dry the crap, clean it up with soap and water and dry the crap out of it. I'm not saying that would work, but it is it is permittable for someone who is not sort of certified or educated Correct. to do mold radiation, me, re, remediation. But you're saying two by two. So Atlanta, listen to that. If it's bigger than two by two, you need to get somebody out to give you a quote. Brett, would you give your contact information one more time, please, sir? And we're running right up on the, on the end of the segment. It's 678-250-6653 or wchinspections.com. Will you give quotes without uh, a charge for doing that? Will you go out and take a look at a situation, or, do you, or is there a charge yes, for a Yes, we quote? actually give free estimates. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, location, location, location can affect your home's value. And the FTC finds open door 
$62 million. We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.